Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Some people today, some single people today, feel this tremendous pressure to be married. They think their lives can be complete only with a spouse. But Paul here is underlining one advantage of being single, the potential of a greater focus on Christ and upon his work. If you are unmarried, use your special opportunity, this special time in your life to serve Christ and to do it wholeheartedly. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, and we're picking it up in verse 32, where Paul is speaking about this subject, and he says, But I desire to have you to be free from cares. For he who is unmarried is concerned for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. And again, Paul is taking an interesting position here, one that certainly places him in a very a small percentage. He says he wants to be and wants us to be free from cares. It seems he is seeking for all believers a life without earthly care. However, when we look around today, we see so many people who claim to be born-again believers and are actually stressed to the max. They're worried about everything. They're running to and fro, trying to manage the life that they built, which is, of course, larger than they need and certainly larger than they can handle. This is not the life on this planet that God desires for us. 2 Thessalonians 3.12 says, Now those who are that way we commend and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ that they work with quietness and eat their own bread. Paul was not saying here, however, that marriage is any kind of a sin. We established that the last time we were together. He was not saying that marriage and subsequent family is a sin, but we need to know that it also will not simplify your life. In fact, let's face it, oftentimes marriage and family will invariably complicate things. We are entreated herein not to allow the things of this world, our possessions, our time restraints, our fleshly pursuits to consume, that they would consume us to the point where we cannot serve God and give to this work. Frankly, most of us tend to think about someone else we know when it comes to this matter, don't we? We're very slow to analyze our own lives. We are, in fact, apt to feel our situation is, well, different, special. Our stuff is more important, and our time-consuming idols are critical to our survival. Verse 34 says, There is also a difference between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cares about the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she who is married cares about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. This I say for your own benefit, not that I may ensnare you, but for that which is appropriate, that you may attend to the Lord without distraction. If any man thinks that he is behaving inappropriately toward his virgin, if she is past the flower of her age, and if need so requires, let him do what he desires. He doesn't sin, let them marry. 
but he who stands steadfast in his heart, having no urgency, but has the power over his own will and is determined in his heart to keep his own virgin, does well. So then both he who gives his own virgin in marriage does well, and he who doesn't give her in marriage does even better. Paul reiterates here that he is in no way trying to put a leash on them. In fact, he's warning them as brothers and sisters that family is simply going to complicate their lives. In fact, anything we add to our world besides God can make things harder for us. This is the case no matter how uh, earthly good such an addition may seem uh, to bring or be. In this text, Paul could be referring to a man himself marrying, or he could be speaking about a man's support or lack of support of his son or daughter marrying, because the word virgin here actually refers to both male and female. Either way, Paul is in no way forbidding marriage, but he still gives a warning concerning such. Finishing it up, we read 39, a wife is bound by law for as long as her husband lives, but if the husband is dead, she is free to be married to whomever she desires only in the Lord. But she is happier if she stays as she is in my judgment, and I think that I also have God's spirit. So finally, at the end of this chapter, Paul is ending this section by stressing that if you are already married, well, that's a binding relationship. Once married, Scripture has a whole other teaching on the duties and joys of a married life. Paul is stating that for the record, however, that if a marital partner dies, an individual is indeed free to marry, to remarry. But he says only in the Lord, meaning the Lord's direction and the Lord's province only within the clear guidelines of Scripture. So Paul in this chapter now has been willingly dealing with a very difficult and even unpopular issue that are part of the life of all of us who consider ourselves faithful. Much of Paul's teachings revolve around the greater issue of serving God. We know that and, and we know he speaks so much about how we can do that best. He was always trying to pass on the whole dynamic of the Christian life, not, not just the blessings of grace, but the cost of discipleship too. And you cannot have one without the other. In closing, let me read Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, let's also, seeing as we surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.